This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking about the episode Crazy from the original series Roswell, as well as uh, What If God Was One of Us from Roswell, New Mexico. I am super psyched to talk through these episodes. I can't wait to hear what Patrick thinks about Crazy Topolsky. Plus, Sherry Appleby directed the episode of Roswell, New Mexico we're going to talk about. Everything's coming full circle. The world is in really rough shape, but I have so much fun watching and talking about these shows. Um, And I hope you have some fun listening. All right. uh, Let's get into it. Where did Agent Topolsky meet with Liz? At Senior Chow's. Who cast the deciding vote on whether or not to meet with Agent Topolsky? Maria. After getting nowhere with the teens, to whom did Agent Topolsky turn? Hard-drinking Sheriff Valenti. Who insisted, oh, sorry, yeah, who insisted on going with Michael to meet Agent Topolsky, but was ultimately responsible for them missing the meeting? Uh, again, the answer to all of my, all the questions asked of me (laughs) (laughs) is Maria. Fair answer. At the end of the episode, who wound up with the communicator? Like one of my other questions, (laughs) (laughs) Sheriff Valenti. Hey, um, Patrick. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> How's it going? Oh my gosh. Yes. It's good. Um, I I noticed things in that this episode that I had never noticed before, which was weird because I've seen these episodes, this episode many times. Yes. Um, I did not realize that Maria DeLuca, my favorite character on this show, yes. is wearing a flamingo sequin thing on her black dress, which yeah. flamingos are my favorite animal to be put on a clothing item. And look, it goes surprisingly well with the necklace that she's wearing. And you know that I yes. frequently have issues with Maria's necklaces. It was a, it was quite a choice outfit. I think I get distracted by her hair because her hair is looking very cute and curly. And mm-hmm. like, it's also, she's acting kind of like a jerk. So I think I also get distracted with her behavior in that scene. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. Her behavior throughout that episode, throughout this episode, is uh, not great. Um, it, like I don't know. It's it, it seems so like anyone that's not an alien in this episode, I feel like just needs to like chill out a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean I think Alex is trying. He yeah, is, Alex is trying. He's trying, and he is coming like coming on a little stronger for Isabel than she wants right mm-hmm. now. But also, it's because he cares about her, and he knows that she's lonely, and he wants to support her. Yeah. So it's true, I, and I guess, I, and like Liz is pretty chill. Like she's not. Yeah, I think that she could choose. Now she doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't make her a bad person. I think she could choose to be more empathetic to Maria in what Maria is feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. But she's also in her love bubble. So it's like, eh, you're in the love bubble. You got to get through it. You're kind of on your own trip. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about this love bubble 
because I don't like the way Max smiles when he lays <laughs> out his plan for like, here's how you seduce the girl you're dating. Yeah. I don't love it. It's not the cutest moment. Okay, but Tess finds it charming. So, okay, so he does. He, I mean, but the whole scene, I think that, and this is one of my problems with Max in general, mm -hmm. and probably my biggest Max problem is in relationship to Michael. He acts so superior to Michael all the time. Yeah. And in this case, he's very superior to Michael and condescending in a way that's, like, not really fair. Because as far as we know, this is Max's first girlfriend, too. Right. I mean, if, if anything, he's, he's coming off like the because this look this happens in high school right like mm -hmm. someone someone winds up with a, a significant other and you're like how the fuck is that person with someone and like <laughs> it's not because they're good it's not because they're attractive it's not because they're doing anything right it should this should just happen sometime people just <laughs> fall in love and no one yep. can control it yep and no matter amount of judgment is going to stop it no no <laughs> um do we need to go back to the beginning of the episode yeah, i feel like we're start, all over the place here yeah no you're right you're right because yeah but we'll get back to the double date at senior child's because i still have thoughts okay <laughs> but i mean also we have to get uh, there's so much okay but we begin <laughs> with it starts the very beginning is at the crash down michael now works there accept it it is what it is mm -hmm. um and liz and max have a date and they say they're gonna go to a movie but that's code for we're gonna go make out in our car in his car well but is is that code because like they do have the conversation in the car um oh should we get to the movies uh i heard it got bad reviews which then liz repeats later is so it you got would bad think, reviews i guess to me i thought they were always i mean they tell Liz, they tell isabel they're going to a movie but yeah. that's a cover for Isabel slash the Evans family. See, I here's here's what and I then they go to make out. I assumed that they were going to make out and then go to a movie. They got caught up in the making out and they were like, fuck the movie, who cares? Yeah. That, that I think that's, that's likely. That makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. Um But don't I guess to me it's like when would you you thought you were gonna wanna stop making out? to go to the movie theaters and buy a ticket and walk through the what yeah i mean especially when you've got this sweet makeout in the best jeep in the world scenario yeah. you got like, the best jeep in the world you're in the middle of nowhere nobody's gonna bother you i guess to me it's like you're already at dessert why would you go back and eat dinner like yeah no it's a great up. point you've already skipped the movie part <laughs> yeah you already went to the after the movie there you go back to the movie Okay, so here's something that I uh, noticed. I have been watching the uh, James Bond movies this week. Okay. Um, because I realized that there is a whole stretch of, uh, and when I say whole stretch, it's just most of the Bond movies I I've never seen before. Um, okay. So uh, my buddy Drew and I are watching um, from the beginning. So yesterday we watched Dr. No and we watched From Russia With Love today. Nice. Um, and uh, both of those movies uh, really hammer home the idea that James Bond loves making out in a boat. 
It's his favorite yeah. thing in the world. It's what he aspires to. Like, sure, there are drinks. Sure, there's violence. But making out in a boat is the only thing he truly wants. I believe that the Jeep is the boat of the Roswell universe. And that making out in it is the mm-hmm. single greatest pleasure someone can achieve. I think that's interesting. I don't know that that's true for... So do you think like Michael aspires to make out in a Jeep? That's a good point. I mean, it is it is very specific to James Bond in the James Bond universe. Not yeah, everyone I think this is, is Max. Yeah. I think Max would rather make out in the Jeep more than he would rather make out in his bedroom, honestly. Yes, I agree. And I think Liz... All right, I think now we got to do for everybody. I think Liz would like to make out on that beautiful patio she has outside her bedroom window. Yeah, the most. perfect, perfect. That's like where she's like, that's the best place to make out in the world. I think... Michael wants to make out in Maria's bed. Yes, and I think Maria wants to make out on Michael's couch, which is kind <laughs> of hard for both. That's like tough. Yeah. They're never, they're not even ever 100% happy. Which um, is uh, in character for both of them. I think, okay, and this is a stretch because mm-hmm. we haven't seen her make out much at all. But I think Isabel would most want to make out in a hotel suite at the plaza. <laughs> <laughs> knowing that room yep. service is coming yeah that's she's right. just like um and alex alex like a green room alex. before a gig oh yes how's that that would be his number one um i mean we saw where valenti would do it it would be in his home bar because he has enough glasses for all the girls that he would make out with uh, he is, is the a... most well-stocked yeah. home bar of a person who i don't think ever has anyone over you know, I we we don't have much of a uh, a bar here, right? Like whenever we have like liquor in the house, yeah, I just end up drinking it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a problem. It's just no. It's just I I'm just I'm efficient. Uh-huh. Um, but it means that like during uh the like safer at home stuff that I have to like stay on top of uh like are we running out of alcohol? Yes um because we just don't have like a huge stockpile of like oh well if we run out of beer and wine we've got you know whatever 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 we've got one bottle of uh of bourbon and like that's it for liquor yeah i have more than that but i don't have a ton of mixers all the time yeah yeah well and we definitely don't have any mixers so like and i don't really drink like I also have a bunch of junk alcohol that, like, at some point I wanted for something. So, like, I have a whole mason jar full of Jack Daniels honey. Yeah, and, like, what do you do with that? What do I do with that? Like, like, I think I, if I was trying to get rid of it, I would probably mix it with, like, iced tea. Yeah, I guess make like a sweet tea alcohol thing. But then, and my problem, my, I mean, I have. I've got a lot of problems, but <laughs> no, uh, but my stay at home problem, I think one is being by yourself. So you, I don't want to drink too much by myself. Cause then I feel like that could be a bad habit I could get into. Uh-huh. And two, I'm supposed to work all day. Right. Not that you're not working, not that you guys aren't working, but like, it's just like, I can't really make it. I don't have a lot of day drinking going on in my house. Right. And I don't so have like a, this, a lot of day I drinking just invented, going on here This either. iced tea cocktail mm-hmm. feels like a day drink. It does. It, it seems like a getting away with something drink. Yeah, which again, if I was sneaking that with friends in a social environment, I'm all for it. 
But to do that alone in my house while I'm on Zoom calls with work. Here's the thing, though. I think... I think the like the the floor for like how drunk every like it's acceptable for everyone to be during the Mm -hmm. day while doing their jobs has has just like raised a little bit universally. I think like everyone is just uh, because we don't have to drive because a we don't have to drive and uh, everyone is stressed out all the time. We're all running additional programs in our heads all the time, um, and like. Uh, just a, a drink to take the edge off is fine. No one's judging anyone right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am on, I just added a new project at work that mm-hmm. has, because I was working with people who were pretty much video conference people, which I don't mind because I find it easier to have, to connect with people when you can see their faces. Yeah, totally. But, I, so I got added to this new project that is, has two status calls every day that are calls, not video. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard to focus during those calls (laughs) because I have a role, but it's not a very big role and I kind of need to hear what everybody's saying. But if you're going to have a discussion about a point, I just need to hear what you, what the resolution of your discussion is. Like, I don't need to hear you guys talk about it. Yeah. And then if it's twice a day and I'm just like, so twice a day I could have a cocktail during that call and it would only help me and it wouldn't hurt anyone. There you go. I guess that's so I, that, so I was thinking about your floor. I was like, that's where my floor. Now, if I went to my, my clients, like my main client, went to like a status call with them that's a video call and pulled out a beer. Right. That's a lot. That's a There'd move. be judgment. Yeah. <laughs> but if it ain't on video, you don't know. If it ain't on video, you don't know. I think is what, is what we're coming back to. <laughs> Topolsky should have gotten it all on video. That's look, Topolsky, she is not in a good way here. No, she is raggedy as hell. And she interrupts the best make the best spot for making out that Max could imagine. Yes. And he she interrupts the make out to say, They're after you. None of I'll you are safe. You. None of you are safe. Pretend to be normal you. kids. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the big thing is pretend pretend you're normal. And he's like, I am normal. Like, All right, Max. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You know Nobody's exactly what she meant. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they go to school and everyone's like, that was freaky. But they're not sure if they can trust her. And they kind of shouldn't trust her because she's lied to them before and she's a mm-hmm. sneak. But she convinces Liz when she tricks Liz to have a date with her at Senior Chow's. Which, again, this is, like, a funny example of, like, Liz is sort of gloating about, like, how romantic mm-hmm. this date is to Maria. But it's not real. This isn't it's, a date she actually goes I mean, on. So, and I, it's TV, so it's almost like when people open a gift and it's wrapped, but it's actually a box that you lift up. Yes. So I'm sure there was, like, practical reasons. But the flowers he sends her, that Topolsky sends to Liz to invite her on this date are in a basket like Easter. <laughs> it's in a basket. It's like the weirdest bouquet to give your girlfriend. Like, it's sort of what you give, like, your sick aunt. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's it's odd. Um, but, but look, she, she blew all of her uh, flower budget on this wig, which does. Oh, it's great wig. The, the most insane job of disguising her. If I, I mentioned to you as we were watching it that if she didn't speak, I would not have known that that was Julie Benz. I would have thought it's, it was a different human mm-hmm. being. 
It's a curly mop of hair that yeah. is sort of mullety, but you can't even really tell because it's just the curls are everywhere. And it is an insane hairpiece, but also somehow by being such an outlandishly weird wig, yeah, it actually disguises her. Yeah, it, like it makes you it makes you contextualize her face differently. Like she just doesn't look like herself anymore. Yes, it's the and it, best wig ever. It's a very good wig. And also this show, and we kind of, I don't know if we talked about it yet, but like there's some real tonal shifts throughout the episode. Yeah. Like the scene where we see Topolsky is, is sort of scary. And then the scene where the, the teens talk tensely about yeah, yeah. Topolsky is also shot like a, like a thriller. Yeah, it's like close up, close up on everyone's faces. Mm-hmm. um and like they're just like in the dark and like we don't mm-hmm. really there's get no a color feel for really yeah yeah um and then we go back and then once we're back at the high school it's uh the show roswell that we've been watching yeah but we don't um, stay at the high school for very long right we're no, not at high school we're, we're at high school yet. long enough for everyone to be grossed out by max and liz Mm-hmm. And for Alex to offer himself as a companion to Isabel. That's right. And only to get upstaged by the new girl. The new girl. She's very cute. Her name is Tess. So She's this got is, very okay. curly blonde hair. Um, yes, and she this is, is Tess. She is played by Emily DeRaven, who is yes. uh, Claire from Lost. Um, mm-hmm. And as a consequence, she is... Uh, really fighting back her australian accent um but usually pretty well except for like a scene or two here or there where it's Mm -hmm. like what is what is happening here there's a few moments where you're like do you have a it's almost like it comes out like a speech impediment a little bit yeah it's like the words are fighting out of her mouth but for the most part most part her accent does get better this spoiler alert she's in other episodes Great. Um, the I, next episode, yeah. she's in the title. Um, so just saying. Um, so like, yeah. So she's she's she her her accent is a little off. Yeah, but, but I think she works really well in this episode specifically as a foil for Alex. Uh, yeah. Well, she's also just like a a weird destabilizing presence too. Yes. Right? Like when because the. Uh, like so much of um, this episode is like these six people are in trouble, right? Like Mm -hmm. you all have to be normal kids and like, we can see all these like couples kind of pairing off. Yeah. Um, And so like the one thing that could be, uh, you know, like a genuine threat to them is the one thing that destabilizes the um, security of these six people, um, you know, working together, huddled inside um, uh, Michael's apartment or like mm-hmm. uh, having a meeting at the quarry and like that's what she represents yes in a way that like every yeah everyone's antennas are up for sure mm-hmm. but nothing she's doing is aggressively <laughs> She's not doing anything. I don't think she's acting suspicious. No, Um, but everyone is suspicious of her. Yes. I mean, but I I think that just shows like how much uh, like how on edge they are and like how fragile their security is that like just having another person in there, even one who is like 
cute and has curly blonde hair and is like uh friendly like even how much yeah. that uh is uh upsetting to their dynamic and just like their peace and it's upsetting how much she likes gross max when he's like you leave her a flower in the middle of the day figure out her locker combination open it up put something in there yo surprise that bitch bitches love surprises <laughs> that bitches love surprises is the subtext of what he is saying and poor yes. michael is genuinely like oh man he wanted michael help Maria. he, wanted, he help. wanted help and then he's like well why do you want help he's like is this about sex and michael's like no if it was about sex i would just go have sex with her no this is like i want I want to make her happy and I'm not sure how I can do that. I don't know that I know what to do as yeah. he is drinking orange juice from the carton in the, someone else's house. <laughs> like he's right. He is not, uh, he's not home, but like things like, and not that it's my Max's job to take care of Michael, but like, when Michael's like, I'm going to buy something for Maria, like you buy something for Liz, I think I'm going to get her the shampoo and conditioner in one. Right. Why is it help him more? Why is it Max there to be like, oh, well, so here's the kind of thing you might want to do. Yeah. Or like, yeah. <laughs> but like, and, but then also in some ways it's a very, that is a thought one gifts for dates. That's, that's very tough. nice. But that's like feels like it's gilding the lily anyway, right? Like just have the nice time together. It and just, and also like if you're gonna give someone something at the beginning of a date and they're like not driving they have to carry or like, it around, they have to carry it around. Yeah, if it's something that it's they're gonna like, like when you're wait giving someone flowers, if you're not mm. meeting them at their door, do not give them flowers. No, it's too much. And even so, like it's for a first date. I mean, I guess I'm being old an old lady or a not old but like a it's more not retro or something for a first date you probably are not getting invited into the house but if you give right. someone flowers you're getting in the house yeah, unless they leave true. you in the hallway while they put them in water i don't know maybe that's maybe i'm just closed off no that no, just feels I, like I, first I dates right, i don't though. want for, yeah, first date, like, I guess, yeah, because if you are showing up with flowers, then yeah, they have to, like, tend to those flowers before you're going out. It's something yeah. I, as as someone who has never been given flowers in that context. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, I, I think I have only really been given flowers, uh, like, as part of a, uh, like, performance or, like, at mm -hmm. the end of a play or something, you yes. know? Um, and that, like... Those flowers, uh, they're never making it home. Like they die. <laughs> okay, those flowers are pretty much dead already. There, yeah, there's yeah, no exactly. saving those flowers. Like you could, I've done where you save like one by drying it. Yeah. But that's it. Right. But yeah, it hadn't, uh, it hadn't occurred to me that like, yeah, you have to deal with it before you can go out on the date. Or you have to just like put them inside, like just put them on the ground, not on the ground, put them like on your, you know, front table or something. Yeah. But like they will be dead before you get home. I mean, well, here's the move that I think is the classiest, but yeah. is also really expensive. And so no one ever has to do this for anyone. <laughs> I like next day flowers. Oh, that's great. Or a day or a few. It doesn't have to be the next, but like a couple days later, had a lovely time. Here are some flowers. To me, that's right. like, because then you're mm -hmm. not there. The other person could also react to them as they need to. 
because they might yes. be like, oh, no, we both are not on the same page. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's a nice and you still get flowers mm-hmm. and you aren't put pressure to deal with them right in the moment at the same time as the date. It extends the moments of romance, yes. I guess is what I'm saying. Also, that can be like the kind of flowers that like is already in the like vase that you're probably going to keep them in. You know, like yep. um, that's it, it. That that's a much better uh, like either day after date gift or like you know for for whatever occasion. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, unless mm. you guys are uh, boyfriend girlfriend, and even then, not at the office. No, but I I'm not talking about office. This is not office date. This is not office flowers. People do not that because that, that that's barring a whole nother bucket of trouble that we got to talk about it all the time. That's true. Home and flowers. Home flowers only. Office flowers. You're gonna have to talk about that date with people you work with. Oh, fuck that. Yes. No. Okay. So flowers not before the date, after the date, but only to the home, not to the office location. Right. Can, uh, obviously confused by the fact that Liz uh, works where lives she lives and works <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. I know Liz is very hard to shop. No, you leave those outside the window to her beautiful patio. Yeah, there you go. Although, isn't that on like the second floor? You got to like get up there somehow. There's a fire escape uh, ladder. All right, all right. Max uses sometimes. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, but anyways, I feel bad for Michael in this double date situation. Yeah. I think Liz could be a better friend to Maria in terms of trying to help Maria get over her ridiculous insecurities that are ruining everything. But maybe that's too much weight to put on an in love person. Um, (laughs) She does seem to be incapacitated by her in love. Yes, and in cape, and usually she's a better friend to Maria than she, like a more protective friend Mm -hmm. to Maria than she is in this case. In this case, she's like, wow, Maria, like Maria storms away from the table. (laughs) <laughs> and Liz like doesn't seem to notice. Um which again, she's in love, she's in the bubble. I get it, I get it, I get it. Well, and like she great. she knows that she's like frustrated with Michael and that Michael's just going to like he's he's quick to follow up, right? Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things where like you see your friend having a problem with another one of your friends and you're just like, you two got to fucking deal with that. Like yeah. I can't, this is a, the two of you thing. And there's, yeah, I if I get involved, it's only going to, I'm going to pick sides and they're like, know. no one wants that. And it's much easier. I think for us to see that the Max Elizabeth is triggering a lot of this. And really it's a Marie, like Michael is trying to be, wants to be a, make her happy but like maria's unhappiness is her letting her jealousy and insecurity mm-hmm. be triggered by max liz because even when we saw like them last week when they're alone i think they're fine yeah it's yeah. like when they are comparing themselves to this or when she's comparing them to this other thing that isn't she would i don't think she would like dating max no of course not i don't think she would want that like I, so i don't know so i always feel like bad for her but also frustrated with her in this but also he gives her shampoo conditioner 
I she mean, has to carry it around all night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we've all gotten stupid gifts before, though, right? And you're yeah, just like, no, suck all it right. up. Yeah. Just deal with it. I mean, and you don't, you, like, in the moment, you're like, oh, great. Yeah, thanks. You know, and like, mm-hmm. make up a story about how you were just going to buy some, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. it's a gift. No, it's Someone true. tried. He tried. I think that, she, and I think eventually she gives him credit for trying. Yeah. Um, I forgot all of these things happened with them in this same episode. I don't know why I had like the double date as another episode Hmm. because then she votes with him on the alien stuff. Right. Um, there's, and he appreciates her. Yeah. It's weird. There's a lot of like extreme back and forth with them being on the same page and then not being on the same page at all in this episode. Mm -hmm. Or like maybe they're just like sort of faking being on the same page. I think they want to be in us. I think they want to be okay with each other. Yeah. Um, but things like he then decides to steal her car instead of like <laughs> the red, yeah. I mean, and then of yeah. course when he does steal her car, she does turn him into everyone else. So he was right that she wouldn't support him. Right, um, right. Yeah. It's 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 so tough though, because then she's like, uh, well, you're not going alone, I'm going with you, which like for a second makes her sound as though um like she is going she's to be on, yes. supporting him. But then like she also like immediately pulls it back when they're in the car and she's like, You you can't leave me here and you can't go through with this. So like Yep with me in the car. So like I'm I guess I wouldn't let you leave without me, but now I'm also not letting you uh do it like yeah she i think she knew what she was doing but like it made it seem like she was going to be supportive of what he wanted to do uh but then like undercuts him i think she always thought she could manipulate him mm, yeah i mean i'm using the word manipulate and it sounds mean but you know people right. manipulate each other and think it's love all the time so yes. i think she always thought she could convince him and then when she couldn't she pulled out all the stops yeah did whatever she could um but we haven't gotten to it and we've already talked for like half an hour and there's a lot in this episode but did you catch the because i didn't say anything when it happened did you catch the moment that i have not still have not forgiven max evans for oh uh no (laughs) two episodes ago yeah he found out that his best friend and someone who he is the only friend of at this point in life Mm-hmm. has a history of being abused by his foster father yes and then when michael does something he doesn't like he punches him in the fucking face ah uh, yeah max great point. no <laughs> not okay it isn't okay to hit your friend anyway and it's definitely not okay to hit your like friend that you just found out has been a victim of dem- of like of child abuse jesus like, and and ago? And saying someone had to knock some sense into you. Yes! Jesus Christ, Max. And then, no spoilers, Mm. but I guess spoilers. (laughs) This is not dealt with with Max apologizing in any short. If you see it, tell me. Because I feel like the (laughs) show just rides right over it and lets. No. Let's Max Max off the hook. Apologize. He should straight up say, you know what, bro? That was uncool of me to hit you. 
I love you. You're my brother. I shouldn't have hit you. But that those sentences, I think you're my brother. Some point gets said, but the other parts, the uh, I'm sorry part, right. and I shouldn't have hit you. Just just floats by. And I think I was thinking about it because watching this two weeks, because I haven't watched it weekly in a very long time. So like watching it, usually I watch all of these episodes in one night or at the same time in the same sitting. <laughs> right. So usually it feels even more fresh that Mike, that Max was just cleaning up Michael's bruises on his face. But when you watch it and it's been two weeks, it doesn't feel as aggressively like what the f- come on, Max, but still come on, Max. Well, now that's interesting. That makes me wonder about like the original release dates, like the original air date air, air dates for this. Um, uh, cause now like it, it was like, is this over the like break for Christmas or, uh, no, probably not. Right. This probably would have all been in like the later half of the season. Yeah. I think this is, was all week and week, like three weeks in a row. And yeah. I will say, and also the other part of what always ma- backs me up in my frustration is the voice that, uh, Brendan Fred, the guy who plays Michael does. When he goes, yeah, you hit me. Like he's so betrayed, and then he like, and then he gets like mad, and like he's, and then he's like, you hit me, and he's like, acts like he's gonna fight back, but like he is so aghast and betrayed by Michael. Yeah. Like not that he's gonna cry, or sorry, by Max. It's not like he's gonna, he's not like crying, but he's like, he's like, you hit me, like, like what the hell, bro? You think that's so? You did that to me? Someone had to uh, knock some sense into you. What? Oh, that fucking sucks. It sucks. Freaking um, Max. Just for reference, so we know, yes. um, Independence Day, episode 15, originally aired February 16th, 2000. And oh, the it was episode, Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm, and then the episode that we just watched now, Crazy, aired April 10th, <gasps> 2000. Wow. Okay. So, so the there's audience... two months between. Okay. Oh, this is weird. So, that and weird. Sexual Healing was uh, March 1st. So there were two episodes in February and then uh, Sexual Healing in March and then April 10th. Crazy. So I don't know what else was going on at that point. Something must have been happening. Something um, was happening. That's weird. But yeah, so I could forgive the viewer who watched it two months apart not to be as deeply offended as I am every time I watch this. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's just not Max. It's not okay. And someone had to knock some sense into him is, is no, you're being a bad friend. It is almost as bad as continually calling the communicator an orb when it is egg shaped. It's orbital. Oh. Orbish. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and also, and I know that it wasn't, but we saw the communicator do something when we first found it. Yeah. So it doesn't need the other one to talk. I mean, it might do something different when we get them two together, but one by itself shot a bunch of light into the sky. We saw that. Yeah. And it, it made that other guy appear. Maybe, or whatever it did. Brought him. The one who watched Liz and Max sleep. Right. Um, all right. What else do we need to cover here before we uh, can watch Roswell, New Mexico? We see the fourth alien. Uh, well, for, first, he. Uh, uh, we don't know that he's the fourth alien. We just know him as um, some mysterious doctor who's like, 
uh, no, Topolsky, she's uh, she's going crazy, and what you're experiencing is just her like delusional fantasy. But like, there's also a little bit of um, like sinister. You know what he's you know that they know that he's not telling them the truth and he must know Uh that they know that too um because they know they're aliens you know um yep like it's one of those why would they meet him why would they meet tobolsky if there wasn't some if if they weren't yeah yeah they would have like legitimately just called the sheriff and said that a crazy person's following me around right exactly um and then that quickly revealed to be the fourth alien who then shapeshifts into like a backpacking mountain man. Yeah, who likes mints. Mm, yes, yes. Um, so, yes. So, and it does sound like, and I don't think, I don't know. I guess we may find out more details on it. But it seemed <laughs> like the sheriff wasn't lying when he said, I called. She's been in the mental hospital for a month. Like, it sounds like this backstory has at sure. least been fabricated to the extent that if you made a few calls, you would think it's true. But well, that makes sense if someone yeah. super high up in the FBI is running the alien hunting op. Oh, by the way, there's an alien hunter. That's what oh, we yes. didn't say. Exactly. Yes, we did not. Yeah. And in fact, <laughs> that is the uh, premise, I guess, of the episode. <laughs> and honestly, it's the plot of the rest of the season. There's an alien hunter. It's pretty important. Uh, yeah, that's the thrust. That's what we really get out of this episode. Topolsky comes, lets us know there is an evil, and sh- she characterizes him as evil. So he's an evil alien hunter. Right. Who is, uh, like classified and like going rogue and doesn't report to anyone, um, and just wants to kill him some aliens. Yep. And likes killing people too, sometimes. Sure. So everyone's at risk. So that's something. And that there's a list that includes, I think, our main six plus Valenti. Yeah, even though they keep saying uh, the six people, um, yeah, it seems so like there are probably seven people that are in danger. Probably. Yeah. Um, and Valenti now has the orb. <laughs> I don't. I don't like <laughs> the communication, it. it the communication. Not price. an orb. <laughs> he leaves with it, but it's one of those like I don't. I think maybe I'm just I'm I'm gonna I'm in my bitter Max haze right now, but I'm like. Max, he saved your life from Hubble. He offered to help you with the FBI coming after you. Are you really think he's your enemy still? You couldn't get that orb back from him if you wanted it? Come on. Yeah. And you've stolen stuff from him before with no consequences. So but maybe you shouldn't punch your best friend. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's what he did. I know. He's not, I a, mean, great, not a great guy. I think that our... Max of Roswell, New Mexico has Max and Michael have like held guns at each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, a, it's a different show. It's a hey, it's a very Look, different show. And guess yeah. what? Hmm. Sherry Appleby, Liz from this show, directed the episode of Roswell, New Mexico we're gonna watch. Oh my gosh. Is I love that it. Cool? All right, let's do it. All right, great. So one thing we didn't talk about before is that this episode is called what if god was one of us great point because that is the lesson that isabel seems to take from all of this is not what if god was one of us but what if one of us was god yeah and by one of us i mean me what if i was god (laughs) what if one of us i mean maybe me i don't know this episode and maybe i'm just like maybe the quarantine's getting to me no, but I don't this think. Didn't 
like usually this show even when later i'm like oh that kind of feels like it could have been done better or something this during the episode i was like wait what i don't care about this what is Mm -hmm. this about who cares about this are you seriously gonna do that oh that's what's happening okay so it's one of those (laughs) it's one of those things where like so at the end of this episode Isabel has convinced uh, Rose's father to believe in miracles, right? And reunites the family. And you and I are looking at this as like a horrifying thing, right? Where it's like hacking his brain and like uh, it's, you know, neither Rosa nor um, Liz are like totally cool with it before she like kind of does it. But we don't even really know what she said to Rosa about it because later we found out the only scene, the scene that we have with her and Rosa, then at least part of it is a, a thing oh, yeah, she like implants a, in her, in the father, yeah. in her dad's, in Arturo's head. So I'm like, I don't. Uh, yeah, but you're right. You and I are watching it horrified. <laughs> Right, and then We're Liz comes in and is like, Woo-hoo! and everyone's yeah. like, and Liz is like, "Thank you." I'm like, "No." And is- like the the show is uh, it's it is shot and scored as though it is an uplifting moment of like Isabel is uh, using her powers for good, right? Like the morality that the show is projecting is like this is a net good that Isabel is doing. There's no, there's nothing like sinister in the way it's filmed, uh-uh. and the music is, all, you know, all just positive. Um, I remember having a moment like this with um, the TV show Bones. I don't know how mm-hmm. much Bones you watched. Um, Most of it, more uh, than a person should really watch a Bones. <laughs> okay, well, I, then we may be on because I, I think I watched four years of Bones. Um, but the when I started drifting like really hard away from it, there's a moment where she is where bones is like does she does something to like let her serial killer father off the hook right this is that well he's been on the i don't think he was a serial killer he's been on the run he's a criminal right and and yeah yeah, he's not a serial killer and maybe yeah i think she both lets him off the hook and then at some point she has him meet her niece and nephew (laughs) and so he's like with a baby and you're like this man, well, because at first, because you definitely, at one point, you think Bones' dad killed Bones' mom, but then That's you right. find out that That's isn't right. true. But right. he did do other crimes. Yes. And, and she even, is she even run. like, she like ob- obscures like evidence or like, so it's like, yes. it's bad. And yep. the, the show is like, look at the sacrifices she made for family. Aw. And I was like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not on the same moral page as you show. And I feel like, uh roswell just did that to me roswell new mexico just did that to me the show did and you know what else bones did that i hope roswell didn't do one year the serial killer villain of the whole season turned out to be zach who is one of the one of the regulars yeah one of the regulars (laughs) yeah that was effed up and wrong they should never have done that it was real evil he was just like the sweet boy sweet boy scientist boy yeah and And it just made him evil i guess it's all an act or something (laughs) I think it was that he was easily manipulated yeah to Ugh. kill people murder I, I believe that was the writer strike season all right <laughs> and then they did some interesting things with him in jail later and it they played it for pathos with uh you know hodges and stuff i'm not i watched a lot of bones <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, later when when this has run its course and we need to do a bones cast, we'll do a bones cast. <laughs> but we're not talking we'll about it. bones now. All right, I will say one more thing about bones. <laughs> okay, great. I, it came out when I was in college, <laughs> and um, my roommate knew that I was like a big Buffy fan. Sure. At the time, mm-hmm. uh, I'm still a Buffy fan, but whatever. So my roommate and I were like all psyched because it was a new David Boreanaz project, right? Of course. We, like we talked about it all day, and like I remember we sat down and we watched the pilot live on Fox. Like this isn't even DVR; we didn't even fast forward the commercials. Wow. And we finished the episode, and we kind of like were pleasant through the episode. And we finished the episode, and we looked at each other, and we were both like, "I don't think I'm ever gonna watch that again." <laughs> No, again, I watched much right. right. TNT. Yeah, I watched a lot of it. Oh, but at the God. time, I we wa- we like made a whole thing to watch the pilot, and then at the end of right. the pilot, we're just like, "Oh, yeah, no, I don't need this in my life." I mean, and um, then and then a couple years later, everyone in the world had that same experience with Castle. So like, <laughs> it's, yep, it's fine. Which Castle <laughs> is literally the plot of one of my favorite shows of all time, and it couldn't get me. That one I really I haven't watched the way I've watched Bones. Right. Um, and I mean Bones. I, I feel like Bones does have some. I, I I liked what I watched of Bones. I no regrets. You know. Bones had good. For okay, if we're talking procedural, and I really just don't want to talk about this episode because there's yeah, so me much too. Let's keep talking about, it, but, um, about Bones. Uh, what I think Bones did well is I think they did. Um, and you know, I re- I obliquely referenced my favorite show murder she wrote mm-hmm. which also does this i think it di- dipped into different subcultures well like yeah, as totally. the for the mystery of the week mm-hmm. it did a good job of having like weird murders and twists in the murders that you didn't see coming yeah like oh it turns out they weren't his teeth those were the bones from his elbow and you're like what <laughs> sometimes teeth if they're in sludge for too long looks like elbows, looks like elbows. <laughs> there there was also you know this is in contrast to what i was just saying that like the show isn't on the, the same moral page with me there was an episode in the first season where like they discovered new evidence uh in like a serial killer case just as he's about to be like executed or something mm-hmm. um and so like they have to uh like investigate the new evidence because it reveals a new body but it means that like he's going to go to trial again or something like that yeah so it's it's one of those things where like doing the right thing or doing like the doing mm-hmm. their job and like getting justice for this like other murder victim meant that uh this serial killer wasn't going to be killed right like it brought up a really tricky moral question and the characters struggle with it and then they made the choice that they thought was right and the show was like yeah but was it um and when they would do that like that's cool that's a that's a challenging piece of fiction and that's why it feels like a betrayal when the same character Mm -hmm. who did that then it's like, yeah, but it's my dad, so I'm going to choose family over the law. And yes. you're like, oh, it's hard to celebrate that. So I think, and also in this episode, and I, I'm sure I will rewatch this episode because I rewatched the first season several times. I'm sure mm-hmm. I will rewatch it. But my impression was that Liz said, do not do this, Isabel. It's a violation. I don't like it. I don't think it's the right thing to do. That's how I felt Liz reacted but maybe liz wasn't as strong as i was in my mind maybe i was projecting onto liz disgust with isabel's mind yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean that that that's my memory of it too. But I, th- it's possible that you and I were like just feeding the parts of it that yeah. we related to back to each other. You know what I mean? Yes, one hundred percent. So, I'll, okay, but let's let's try to go chronological <laughs> to the extent that we can. Yeah, okay. or maybe storyline. So we start with. Yeah, where did we start? Is it? Well, okay, let's 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 try to address the uh Michael Alex investigating. Oh yeah, we start in the past. Yeah, we start, That's why we, we start remember. in the past, yes. And it right. starts with uh OG Max, um yes. who is playing Trip in this show. Trip is at the door of the barn and he's like, Hey, uh, do you have any prisoners in there? I won't check, but I'll trust you when you say you don't. But by the way, if you do, they're dangerous. Um but the farmer man says, no, I don't have anybody here um, and is able to get Trip to leave without right. doing very much investigating, which seemed kind of odd. But so then but the little boy shows yeah. up, I guess that might be part of it is Trip doesn't want to kill the little boy or kill people in front of the little boy. Like both could yeah. be true, right? But like... the little boy. And I don't mean to get stuck on this. <laughs> the no, little boy let's is... get stuck on it because it is confusing. So the little boy is cl- is not it f- I can't remember the I the farmer's name. Yeah. I, I want to call him Smash because that's his name on Friday Night Lights. So I'm going to call him Smash Williams. So Smash is like, "Hey, uh that's the neighbor kid. He just hangs out here all the time." As the episode progresses, it becomes clear it might be the neighbor kid, but he lives with yeah, Smash. He literally is there all the time. Um, and then at some point it make it sound like he might be a long who that's what, who owns the farm that they live on. Right. But there, that doesn't really get explored either because there's no, as far as we know, there's no news stories about a long being murdered because that's what happens later in the episode. So this kid and the kid is not, and I'm the reason I feel like it's not Smash's child is because it's a little, the boy is not, I don't think is half black. No, that is a little white boy. Okay. That's what I, I mean. If they told me he was part Latino, like in the show, like I, I, okay, but I, I'm not seeing Smash in this child, so I'm, I, I believe that it's not Smash's child. Well, and further, if it was his child, why would he not just say that's my son? Like, I don't know. There is something that he is lying. He is lying about that's just the neighbor kid. He's here all the time. Like, yes. that is. But that he seems is, to have adopted this child. Yeah. By is what it looks like from all angles. We but we then, don't we don't get any clarity on that at all throughout the course of the episode. Are are you gonna go uh none. through through the, the episode? I guess as I was happens, gonna or? I was gonna try to go through this storyline. Yeah, great. So we go <sighs> the two women are injured, they can't speak any English, he tries to communicate them communicate with him he essentially is like you know what i feel for you i want to help you i can't i'm about to get fired there's no crops out there like if you know i'm gonna get fired and on top of that if they try to fire me and there's random ladies here i'm gonna get double fired i guess is his concern <laughs> um so he's like oh, you, you guys don't want to get, get out double of here. fired exactly you gotta bounce tomorrow and then michael's mom nora who by the way we i promised you that we would find out how her name is nora truman 
because I just yeah. assumed at some point in this flashback story we'd find out how she got a name, but no, no, we don't. So Nora goes and finds some seed and uses alien powers to make them all make all the plants bloom. Right, just overnight, a full so crop of harvestable whatever. And the next time we check in with them, it's a year later. The ladies have nice dresses. They're and no they're longer having covered a, in blood. Right. And they're having a nice picnic in the barn. Yes. They all speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and they're clearly, looking to Duke Ellington. Yes. And Smash has a has a soft spot for the one that we haven't, the one who's not Nora. Right. We don't really know what happened to her. Maybe she was taken. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe there's more. There's got to be more flashbacks. There has to be more cause flashbacks. Because just like what I just said, how do we not know what happened to her? It, it, they do imply pretty heavily Smash gets shot in the face. Yes. But, like, I don't know what happens to the other alien lady. No. Um, all, all we know is that there are the guys outside, and the little boy is like, hey, uh, there are people outside. And then... Um, is it Nora? Nora like uh, shoves him in a trunk, right? Yep. And is like and she's like, "Be quiet, be quiet." Um, and then they they shoot Smash in the face, and mm-hmm. then uh, burn the barn down and with their guns. <laughs> with they burn the barn down with their guns, um, and the like fuel source for the ship. There's a ship. Did they build the ship? I think it's implied because we also find schematics or in the future we find schematics. So I right. think the Nora at least if, and maybe the other alien lady are building the ship and we're and the ship that she is building is enough to send three pods out out, out into orbit is what okay. Michael says from okay. his piece of the schematic. Okay. Which so he's all- like oh they were trying to save the us the four the three aliens that we love okay so the the way our characters get this information right is alex has a little piece of it and they go and check out the farm itself right yeah well it starts with michael's at the farm because he's figured out based on the photograph that showed nora with the uh little boy who still don't know who the fuck the little boy was and Mm -hmm. smash williams was in the paper about they grew a really big pumpkin or something. So that was in the paper. (laughs) So that is his lead. He also, at this point, I think, has done enough research to know that for the year of 1947, the crop was amazing on this farm, but no other farms. Right. And then the next year, the farm burns down at the same time that his mother gets taken into custody. So Alex is like, cool, let me hop this fence. he does he does a good job for someone who has a leg missing part of his leg he does a great job but it's also like michael you could have given him a hand yeah like like, making him hop a fence but whatever um and also michael gets a very cowboy moment sitting on the fence Mm -hmm. with his hat this whole thing it's you know he's got to have those cowboy moments he's good he's good at cowboy moments Mm -hmm. and immediately they are confronted with town racist and rich boy and landowner apparently Wyatt Long. Yes. With the crossbow. He's toting a crossbow because the court says he can't own a gun. That's pretty good. 
Um, which is, is good. And I'm glad that they addressed it because when he pulled out a crossbow, I said, why no gun? Why a yep. crossbow? <laughs> and then he got right around to tidily explaining it yep. so that I would stop asking my dumb questions. Um, and then Michael uses his powers to free some horses. So Wyatt has to go chase the horses, which leaves Michael and Alex to explore the property more. They discover a barn and they discover a bunch of names carved into a piece of wood with different heights like a height now, chart right and again this is something that they have to address specifically because uh if you will recall the barn burned down so the barn was rebuilt using the I, same wood in the exact same way <laughs> i think that what they're i i feel like what they were trying to do because that can happen right you can a thing can burn, and then mm -hmm. if you still, if one of the posts is still up, you could build around that post. Yes, but then why would there still be like notches and stuff carved into like the very superficial exterior of it if it burn? You know what I mean? Like that's the first yeah. part that's going to go. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't. I. It's. I. Don't I so know. yeah, we, we. I think you and I are both really struggling with the. Uh, our modern day characters access to um, relics and firsthand documents uh, of the 1947 characters that like, it, it's just not a dynamic or believable way to like tell our, our present day characters experience of the past. Well, or don't have it burned down. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. seriously. Don't yeah. have it burned down. Then go to an abandoned barn. I believe you that if you went to an abandoned barn, there'd be names carved in a post. Yes, yes. Or you, that we're you just would adding find... complications. Because then we we get a whole new complication of a friend of Michael's who's also along, who also goes to the library all the time, who just catches them, Mister Blue Hair. Mister Blue Hair. And it's like, hey, yeah, when I was a kid here, I you know used to run around. He name checks another long cousin we don't even know. And it's like, yeah, I used to run around and collect junk off the ground. Here's my collection of junk. You know, there's bullets. Oh, because he accuses there being Nazis. Right. Which is now just like a non sequitur, seemingly. It feels like an episode is missing. Maybe we'll get more flashbacks that's going to color in some things. Because I'm still... Well, how would Nazis get to New Mexico? Well, so was it was the Nazi thing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like they were like stashed in Argentina and then came up. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, so like I pointed out as we were watching, but like the connection between like the Nazis and the like gene targeting technology that is being discussed uh, elsewhere in the episode, mm -hmm. um, like kind of draws a line between like the past and the present with like an idea about genocide that like that's what gene targeting technology could do right could right. set off a bomb that just kills a certain type of person um uh and then you know like just tying that to the nazis but it, but that it feels like that doesn't it's happen. a superficial connection at best and no, but yes, no one makes it, it. Happen. right because we don't actually meet any nazis <laughs> We just talk about how these people. I, 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 I don't think. Okay. It's very rare in the show for me to have this many pieces that are just not working for me. But 
I don't think it works to have flashbacks that show us how something was that are not from a, they're not POV pl- flashbacks. Mm-hmm. The way those flashbacks are presented is as if they are real that we should trust just as much as any scene in the present. And then people misinterpreting the past. Yeah, I don't know. There's there there's so much and between that and you'll have to help me with the the character names here, but um uh, Max's former partner who goes to uh, talk to this other guy about her sister. Her sister Charlie, her yeah. name Oh man, I knew it. I think My we struggled with this last yeah. week too, I think. But like that whole thing too is is like another case of like here are two characters sitting down talking about something that happened in the past and like we're not getting it in like an active dramatic way. Um and and so like when she drives out into god knows where at the end of the episode to like find her sister like I I don't really know what's happening in any of this. Or why I, mean, I should what care about it. What happens to her is very similar to what happened to Mimi, right? In terms yes. of how it's mm-hmm. shot and what we see. Yes. So I assume she's being abducted slash whatever those lights are. Sure. Which that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Like that doesn't feel. The rest of this didn't feel like a, the show that I like. Like yeah. Like uh, the two of them sitting around to talk about Charlie, who again we have not met Charlie. No. We've never seen her. We don't know what she's like. We don't know anything about her other than she's been in prison. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, you know, you know what this episode is actually missing in a lot of places is the sort of like light and chemistry that Liz brings to every scene that she's in. So like, the little side story that is Liz trying to steal the um, equipment from the hospital with Kyle's help um, is like cute and fun and funny when she is like needling Kyle or like she has this idea to like, oh no, we'll just jump into the closet and like pretend to make out and like that'll be, you know, why we're getting busted. Like that's fun and funny and cool and I like it. Um, and like, it's obviously getting under Kyle's skin, but then it just makes him like a moody little asshole for the rest of the episode. Like, I don't know. I, no, I want, then we have another new character I don't care about. Yes. Yes. I but he seemingly does. Her. He cares about her so much and I don't know why. I mean, but that's even, it. but he doesn't even say that. <laughs> You're just picking that up. That's also like, I think that's part of it too, is like. I mean, if they want to date each other, talk about going on a date. If they want to have sex, talk about how you want to have, like, give or have sex. Like, do something about it. Right. This, like, weird circling each other. Because even at the end, she's like, why are you telling me? Like, what, what is this to me? And she's not right. wrong. You guys are nothing to each other. Give me something. Also, no Maria in this episode. No Maria, but we find out she and Rosa have been talking, which that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. It feels. This is a tough I, one. This was a yeah. tough episode. The flashbacks to, in the previous like, episode felt like they were building. Was it just one episode with flashbacks so far? Yeah, I think so. So, like, the flashbacks in the last episode felt like they were building to something. If this was it. That's a bummer. Yeah. If this was it, it's not enough. Or it just was like, then I wish we had just seen it from weird accusations of Nazis. Right. 
then I right. mean, because you're gonna show us Smash Williams in love with some alien, and you're not gonna. T- what happened to the alien? Is she alive? Is she murdered? Did she get captured? That can't be it. We have they have to give us more. I mean, they they do have to give us more, but it's interesting that the show doesn't seem to be, uh, like it, it. It seems like it was showing us what we needed to know there, right? Like. I don't feel yeah. like the show is saying like, this is just a piece of it and we'll get more like it all. It felt very like neat and wrapped up. And like our characters now know everything about it. And that's the other part. Yeah. Cause this was, a, it was a Michael and uh, Alex storyline, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm into that. Yes. Nothing that happened before their last scene together, emphasized their chemistry, how much they care about each other or their dynamic in a way that is, compelling in an interpersonal way and then we get to the last scene alex pulls out his piece of ship that we know that he's had for a while and he's Mm -hmm. like i had this because i didn't want you to leave and now i realize i can't be another mains man standing in your way i you know and so we get another emotional like as i was saying to you it's like another breakup but we didn't get any of them not emotionally disconnected from each other yeah, it does feel like we missed an episode in here, doesn't it? But I don't think we did. I, I don't. We didn't. I'm looking at the list of episodes right now. <laughs> and maybe it's there are holes that will be filled, or maybe it's like once Max shows up, he's going to be like, "What the fuck is all these choices that you guys made? Who are these new characters? What are we doing?" I don't know. Like maybe the show will correct on all these. Also, Max is awake, but also there's no power, so maybe he's going to die. Well, okay, yeah, that's, I was just gonna say, let's talk about, let's talk about Max, because again, this is another, you know, like I just said, uh, no Maria in this episode, Uh, also basically no Max and no Ghost Max, and no, uh, you know, like, Isabel is kind of like, uh, you know, giving a soliloquy to Max at the end, Um, but like, he's not, the actor isn't present for that. Right. Um, And then, yeah, (laughs) I hope they don't have him sitting in an egg somewhere. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, like, what happens? The generator gives out, and, like, the lights go out. But and we his see eyes his pop face. open. Yeah. Does that mean that he's back to life? Does it mean that he's dead forever? Um, what, what, what? It feels like it's, it's, not, it's not a mystery that the show is establishing. It's like a pointless cliffhanger. Yeah, I guess that's how it feels... Usually, most the moments on the show are earned, yeah. and I feel like the moment with except and I'd okay, I'd be okay with the abduction of the old the cop girl. Yeah, because that that's that's a twist. That's fine, but like I don't feel like the Michael Alex resolution was earned or felt like it felt right i don't feel like we didn't like the isabel rosa liz thing mm-hmm. we didn't like i didn't like the last scene with kyle and that girl so for whatever like none of these were like satisfying and usually the show is satisfying in that yeah. way yeah mm-hmm. but the fact that it is usually i don't know and or maybe it's me maybe i'll rewatch this episode and be like oh it's not so bad uh yeah i mean i i feel like we're on the same page um which is 
I, I don't know. Like I, I come to this show, uh, to both of these shows, which such like a, a an open spirit towards both of them because neither of them are. I mean, Roswell, New Mexico is maybe a little bit more in line with like the kind of show I, I normally watch. Um, but like the original Roswell uh, isn't totally. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I'm not coming into either of these looking to, uh, you know, pick them apart. But this one just like there were just too many threads. Like I just wanted, I just had to yank on them. Yeah. Well, so here's here's the good news. There's another episode next week, right? Yep, and we never have to watch this episode again. <laughs> and we're I don't think we're in other than it didn't I mean, I think it's gonna be I think Isabel's choice to foist a miracle slash force Rosa back to mm-hmm. her father. I think we're never there's gonna be no repercussions. So it's gonna be similar to Max punching Michael in the face. <laughs> it's something that feels yeah. horrible but yeah. there's i think by next week nobody's gonna even bring up that it might have been a bad or a crossing a line or a, not a good idea so bottom line rose's father knows she's alive so i'm fine with that right i mean i i guess it, it, it's a shitty thing to have to just like swallow and accept and be like okay this is just part of this world is like that is a something that happened and is a morally justified I guess that's, that's what it is. There's a lot to swallow in this episode. Honestly, the introduction of Blue Haired Boy. You couldn't have seeded him in another episode at another time? There's all of a sudden a good long brother? Who and has he's blue friends hair? Who has blue hair and is friends with Michael? And happens to have artifacts from the... What? Maybe yeah. he's a new character that we're going to spend a lot of time with. Hey, maybe. And in retrospect, this will all be worth it. Maybe in the future we love Blue Hair Boy. I hope so. I hope so too, Ryan. I'm going to make a little note and we can check up on it at the end of the season. See if we Do like, we like Blue Hair Boy. Like Blue Hair Boy. All right, man. Well, have a great week. Yeah, you too. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.